Good morning, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So, got links down in the description for you guys talking about the ever-increasing interest rates and how that's going to impact the economy. And, you know, one of the things that I have a feeling is going to take place over the next probably year to year and a half, maybe even two years, is that we are going to start seeing a lot of zombie corporations start to go bankrupt. And... I know this is probably something that a lot of people are probably going to disagree with, but it's already starting to happen. And it's not necessarily corporations, but maybe even just projects or just the malinvestments in general. Now, a malinvestment is an investment that should never have taken place in, to begin with. It was one that was never going to succeed. And um, one of the examples that I use for malinvestment is um, one of the properties around here. In, in Astoria is a big beautiful building that used to be a lumberyard and a lot of effort and time and detail and everything went into these buildings they are really nice there's mur murals on the walls there's heated floors it's they're nice unfortunately they're a little too nice for a lumberyard in Clatsop County and when 07 came in and started wiping out the like building industry those lumber yards really tried to hold on there was two of them um, one in Astoria one in Gerhardt and they tried to hold on for a very long time and although they did what they could there just wasn't enough sales to keep those those yards up in operation because of the amount of money that went into building these things up it was far more than what they should have been so I always look at those buildings as kind of an example of a malinvestment but what I find interesting about this malinvestment is that the buildings don't go anywhere they're still existing and somebody gets those cheap or cheaper they get them you know whether it's auctioned off or however and the people who get those buildings afterwards, they get a pretty good deal and they get some really nice buildings from it. So I always think about that, like, kind of like the farming kind of thought behind it, where you plant the seeds, you watch it grow, and then one day you harvest. And this is an analogy that we've talked about before. In fact, there's, I guess there's a movie that's, um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but I guess it's like an old 70s movie or something that kind of relates to this, to this analogy, where debt is like the seeds like you you know you give out a lot of debt out there you put out put out a lot of uh, low interest rates easy money and people start taking this debt on and they start doing projects with it whether it's building a house or building a business or doing something with it well a lot of times people get too overzealous and they go too big on their house or they go in the wrong direction with their business or something and they end up using a lot of this debt and it doesn't do anything for them, like it doesn't repay. And so this is like a malinvestment. And at some point, whoever invested, like whoever put the money out there that got spent, they're gonna have to get, they're gonna have to take the hit, and they end up losing out on on that investment. So that's like the clearing out of the of the bad undergrowth, or you know, as like as far as like a wildfire analogy. It's like clearing out of the bad undergrowth and gives new room for new plants to grow. So ultimately, when this 
lifting of interest rates begins to take place, you're going to start seeing a lot of companies fail. You're going to see a lot of people begin to lose their home to foreclosures. You're going to start seeing a lot of um, a lot of pain out there from people who have overextended themselves, whether it be on a house loan or car loans or just in general, just on credit cards or you know whatever. These people are going to start failing, and those assets that they have purchased, whether it's a house or a car or something, those things are going to end up coming up for sale. They're going to come up in, you know, whether it's auctioned or, or however. And so I kind of think about the cycle. It's like, you know, you plant the seeds of debt. People go out there. They take that money. They, you know, grow a business, take out asset or take out loans for assets, grow these things up. And then one day they turn the credit off and you're no longer able to keep a hold of these properties. And then the rich come in and buy it all up, right? That's like harvest season. So it's like plant the seeds of debt, let it grow. Cut the, cut the debt off, harvest, start the cycle over again. And this is something that I feel is probably going to be taking place forever. I mean, it seems to be like the, can, the, the norm now, you know, for, for, how, <laughs> for how the economy works. And I know a lot of people are going to be blaming capitalism or whatever. It's, it's not capitalism. I mean, if it was capitalism, then you would have people who would completely fall. But during the downturn, you're going to have people get bailed out by the government. That's crony capitalism. You know, if you had capitalism, you rise and fall on your own merits. If you have crony capitalism, then certain privileged people get bailed out while everybody else gets to pay for it. So that's not capitalism. Now, one thing that I'm going to find here very interesting is that a lot of people continue to look at inflation at a 2% target. Like the Federal Reserve has way overshot their target. And that's something that we have talked about several times on this channel. The Federal Reserve is not going for a 2% target. They have abandoned the 2% target a while ago. They're going for a 2% average. We have no idea what that average is. I mean, is it an average over five years? Is it 10 years? When did it start? Like, does it start like five years ago and we're gonna go 10 years and see where the average ends up? Are we starting today at 7.5% interest or 7.5% inflation? I mean, where is it that the average is coming from? And average is really kinda an interesting way to go about this 2% target or 2% targeting as far as average inflation goes, because now it's all a matter of interpretation on on length of time. Um, you know, if you want your two percent average, you might be able to shorten or lengthen the way that you adjust the, or the way that you calculate how you come up with this average inflation. So I think about that when it's like economists saying that the Federal Reserve has way overshot their target. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think they've way overshot their target because they don't have a target anymore. They're shooting for an average. So if they hit there, 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 and they put it all together, what's the average? That's what they're shooting for. And that is like, it, it, does, it leaves it like questioning, like what is it that the Federal Reserve is even gonna do? Because a lot of people will base their ideas off of this 2% target. If they were over it, the Federal Reserve would adjust their monetary policy. If they were under it, you know, again, they would, you know, loosen it up to try and, and get their t inflation back up to the 
and this is the way they've conducted themselves for for a very long time but it's not the way they're going to be conducting themselves going into the future and this is where i feel that like just the general consensus view of how the federal reserve conducts themselves is completely changing and people are not going to know how to how to react or deal with the idea of continually rising interest rates like that is something that people just really don't feel is even possible and i you know i have a tendency to believe that it's probably going to end up being a lot longer not nearly not necessarily as high as as much as it will be length of time out there when it comes to interest rates and how long they maintain the elevated or continually elevating of interest rates. Now, I don't feel that they're going to go much beyond 2% at the Fed funds level, simply because anything above 2% would be constricting the economy. And I don't feel that they're in a very constricting kind of thought. I feel that they're probably more into let's stop inflation from going up any further or maybe even bring it down some, but not to end it. Like, I feel that they want that inflationary pressure to be continuous, to people to feel it, to talk about it, to encourage it so that they can keep their monetary policy going with the money tightening. So long as people feel that there is going to be continual inflation, that inflation expectation remains high. They will be able to continually raise the interest rates to combat that higher inflation expectation. <clears throat> so until the inflation expectation starts to rotate over into we're not worried about inflation anymore, then you're going to see the monetary policy be one of continually talking of tightening from here on out until that expectation changes. All right. I guess I'll leave it at there. Uneducated economist. You guys let me know.